0: Hallo, ich heiße Kerstin, ich wohne in Canterbury, ich spreche gerade Deutsch und ihr hört die Fluent Show. Welcome to the Fluent Show, a podcast all about loving, living and learning languages. Hello Fluent Show listeners, hello Fluent fam, my name is Kirsten and I'm here to talk about anything and everything interesting from the world of learning another language. As you might know, every other week I take a little bit of time to answer a listener question and we're on a question time episode. So today I've got a question from Andy Roberts. Hey Andy! He's a Fluent farm member over at Patreon. Thank you, Andy, for that. And if you want to join him, go to patreon.com slash fluentshow. Andy asks, last year, I wanted to learn Hawaiian, but gave up on the idea because of a lack of tutors. And this week, I considered learning Kosa, or Hossa, and can't find any tutors for it either. Where am I going to find these tutors? So in today's episode, where to find tutors when you can't find them in the obvious places. I've already given a shout out to our Fluent Show patrons over on Patreon. You can make the show great by joining them from just $1 a month. Doesn't matter. I just want you in the farm, in the community. So come and hang out over at Patreon.com. Just search for Fluent Show. And... There is one big sponsor, new sponsor announcement that I've got to make. We've got a new sponsor here on The Fluent Show. I'm so excited. I have been wooing, wooing, wooing this company. I have been, imagine me, outside their window with a lute, singing them love songs. Today's episode is sponsored by Link. Link. Everyone wants to read. Everyone wants to watch videos in their target language. You do, I do. We want to use that language. But not many people know how to get the most out of the language content that they are consuming, and even fewer people know how to get out of the rabbit hole that you're in once you're on YouTube. But today's sponsor, Link, is going to dig you out of there and get you reading, watching, listening like a pro. Link is super smart software that helps you quickly look up words that you don't understand in the content that you want to read and watch. They have an enormous library in, I think, two dozen languages. It's incredible. So you can cut straight to enjoying what's going on. Link, if you've never looked at it, is just an, a universal software and gets better and better and better. It's offering Fluent Show listeners a big discount this week. It's 35% off selected premium plans. What a deal. When you get your subscription through fluentlanguage.co.uk slash more. That's easy to spell. So you're looking for a link and you don't need a discount code. Just make sure you sign up by using fluentlanguage.co.uk slash readmore. For those of you who are already members and want to know what the premium plan offers, you'll get full import and export tools offline access and unlimited links so you can make the internet yours in any language you're learning so excited to have link on board for this sponsorship run thank you so much to link for supporting the show and that's fluentlanguage.co.uk slash read more and of course you'll get the link when you search for the episode description now let's talk about finding your language tutors I want to start with, I've got three kind of categories for this, because finding a language tutor, first of all, you know, and we've talked about it on the show before, it, it can be a bit of a science, so don't be, don't be put off if the first tutor that you find, even if it's a minority language, if they don't quite match what it is, but maybe you are looking online, maybe you're looking offline, you don't know where to even start. The first place to look for most people, and I did a little survey in the Facebook group, this is 90% of language learners know about this wonderful, wonderful resource. It's called italki iTalki it's almost unrivaled now i've been a tutor on there and i have taken lessons on there as well and it works perfectly the bookings are very straightforward there's a messaging system iTalki is i t a l k i you can go and get yourself a little $10 special bonus by going to fluentlanguage.co.uk/italki that is the one and if you've never used iTalki before it is a platform where you can access online tutors in so many languages and so many tutors. They really have a big database. So that would be the first place where most people look. But, you know, if you're like Andy and maybe you're looking at Hawaiian or maybe you're just not into the idea of of an online tutor or from a platform or it intimidates you for any reason, if it doesn't work, there are other resources out there. Not every language has an unlimited supply of tutors on italki of great ones and this is just a, a truth. Another online resource that I would like to recommend for you to try, if italki, you know, if you've looked on italki or you just want you just want to change it up, is a live lingua. They're very good, and I know people have had good experiences with verbling, although I haven't tried them myself. Now, let's say you've looked on all these online boards and you haven't found anything, and you think, okay, well. I'm going to just give up on this language because I can't find any tutors. But there are many other places where you can look. And I want to start by coming dun, 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 offline. That's where we're going to start. So I want to talk to you about the IRL places where you can find language tutors and language buddies as well so language learning buddies language learning people who are maybe learning the same language as you never underestimate how much another learner can help you maybe people who are going to be great language exchange partners because they are native speakers and they're willing to practice with you or maybe tutors who are looking for experience and are kind of teaching a mixture of offline and online you don't even know as so often what's what's in your town Tutors aren't far when there are native speakers. That's kind of my experience. And a lot of people will be happy to help you, especially if you're studying a minority language. Kind of depends on what you want in a tutor. So here I want to refer you as well to episode 156 of the show. If you haven't listened to that one yet or you haven't kind of looked through the notes, do check it out. That is the one where Lindsay and I went into detail about how to get great, great lessons from your language tutor. Now, the first step to finding an IRL tutor is to mention your love of languages wherever possible. If you've been maybe a bit embarrassed to say, oh, I'm learning, let's say, Welsh, I'm learning Hawaiian, I'm learning even French, just throw that out the window. If you want to make connections with people who are learning your target language, you've got to tell everybody wherever possible to more people than you think will want to hear it it's the first rule of advertising really make sure people know what's up right (laughs) so do make sure that you tell people about kind of your quirky hobby in small talk try to weave it in that you're learning a language also it's it's just a nice change from talking about work you know like what do you do well what i do in my spare time is i learn italian what do you do If they're interested, you can mention you'd love to have a chat partner or you've been wondering if other people are into this as well, if other people are interested. You never know. You know, this could be Auntie Sally at family lunch. You never know. Their network might turn something up. So that's my tip number one. Mention your language love wherever possible. Now, beyond your immediate network and your immediate people that you see on a regular basis, where else could you look? Local notice boards, if you have never looked at those, so the kind of notice boards you see in a coffee shop, community center, library, or my personal favorite, any vegetarian cafe, you will get so much New Age stuff. It's amazing. But there are so many times offers of language tuition in there or even people who are looking for a language tutor. I have not lived in a place except the tiny thousand people village where I come from where there hasn't been something that are on offer and even in my village at home guess who put the notice on the notice board me (laughs) so there's always somebody who's who's willing to teach and so often they will post a little paper notice on there usually the ones with little tear-off strips where you can get their phone number why not give them a shout why not see what they have to offer very many times There is an assumption that we cannot afford tutors who live in our areas if the cost of living where you live is is perhaps higher than it is in wherever you can get a tutor online. But it's worth just checking it out. And sometimes they may take you as a group and a group of three in real life can beat an online lesson if you're that kind of learner. So don't dismiss it straight away. Just get in touch and see what they've got to offer. See what tips they have. Next up. Your local university might have a language center, might have some kind of community outreach thing or even might just have language lecturers who are picking up a bit of extra income by moonlighting. So have a look around there, perhaps give them a call and ask if they've got anything to recommend. If you have a university or college or anything that teaches foreign languages in your town. Next up, we're going to talk about events, events are manifold obviously the classic that we think about is the language learning meetup of course but there is so so much more where you could turn up a language tutor very easily trade fairs for example so if you were thinking about learning hawaiian see if perhaps there's a a tourism fair they might have a stand there you can also just it's just fun because you get out of your comfort zone you, you discover a new area so any kind of trade fair that you can access without you know paying a lot of money for it festivals travel talks these are less common now, but do you remember when, you know, a big explorer, local kind of photographer might have given a little photo talk? That might be really cool. Your local photographic society often will have people coming in and demonstrating or showing photos about their travels. So you could kind of see what, what is available there. Travel talks, if that person has ties to that country, knows the language, again, it's about accessing that network. Food festivals, ethnic food festivals are a great resource, especially for minority languages. Film festivals, they're fantastic. Really, it's anywhere as long as you keep your eyes open. This is obviously the long route, but if you want a straight route or just find and see what kind of comes up, I would really recommend this. It's, if nothing else, it's just so much fun. Meetup.com and eventbrite.com. They're kind of your top resources for finding out what is going on in your area. Or you can look locally on Facebook. I'll tell you about how to do that in a minute. Finally, physical language, so brick and mortar language schools in your area, especially if the language you're studying is rare online, but you live near a community for it and they've got any kind of course even if it just looks like, well, I will walk in there and they're going to have language classes where 10 people sit around and they will say, oh, good morning. How are you doing? I, I'm just going to die of boredom. Even if you think that's all they offer, very often now they actually know how online tutoring works and their tutors will be more than happy to provide online tuition one-to-one. You know, especially if you've got a busy schedule, that is one of the big advantages of online lessons that you'll be able to just kind of make it to to class. Whereas if it's on Wednesday night and you've got to drive 20 miles, you're not going to be able to make it to class. So do get in touch and ask if they've got something that will fit what you need. It's really about what you need. Now, let's talk about hidden places, a few more online and the kind of places, again, where you wouldn't expect to to ask. And this is all about kind of opening yourself up and kind of speaking to people. And what you want to say is just, you know. I've got this hobby. I've started learning your language. I'm really interested. I want to find out more about the culture. But also, I wish I could, you know, I've been looking for a tutor. I've been struggling. Is there anyone that you might recommend? Is there anyone you know? Is there any resource that you're aware of? Social media is amazing for this. Social media is obviously you know, can be this wall of information coming at you. But it's also this huge hive mind of people who more or less know everything. So you may have gone on italki. Let's say a scenario. You've gone on italki. You've done a search for learning, I don't know, Danish You haven't found a tutor who really looks like maybe their schedule suits you. Maybe their their pricing isn't quite right for your budget. Maybe their style or their, their intro video just didn't feel like you were going to gel. You need a few more options. The next step could be go on Twitter, go on Facebook, go on Instagram, whichever social media you want to use, LinkedIn to be honest, and then have a little search around for Hashtag things like Danish tutor, maybe the Danish version of learn Danish and perhaps hashtag learn Danish, perhaps hashtag Danish language. A sort of experiment around Danish tutor, I think, would be the best one, perhaps Danish teacher as well and just see what comes up. And see who comes up. So then the next thing, if you look at, let's say on Twitter, you look in, it will bring up a list of tweets. Then you want to click through to profiles or people and then see what people are posting about this topic. And if somebody in their bio then talks about being a tutor for the Danish language, ta-da, you found yourself a new person. In Instagram, it's pretty much the same. So you can search by a hashtag if you just go into the search in Instagram in your app it's at the bottom so you search for that and then you click through to people and we don't want to we don't want to spend too much time reading posts and i don't know inspirational quotes at this point you really want to go to people's profiles and see what they've got to offer and get in touch with them because many tutors might not teach through platforms anymore they might have decided that they want to be independent they want to establish more direct conversations, more direct relationships with their students. It can really go in your favor if you're a tutor. You can set up your own contract terms. You can kind of try and experiment teaching groups in different ways and platforms don't always allow you to do that. Certain platforms have got non-compete clauses, which I personally think doesn't go into your favor if you are a tutor. So these are some of the reasons that a tutor may not be available on italki. And also, Straight up, a platform often takes a cut for a tutor. And for some tutors, that might not work. You know, they might feel like they're being priced out of a market. They can't offer what they want to offer. So don't dismiss the tutors who are not on the platform that you already trust. Because they may have their reasons, but they may actually have been there in the past. And then left that platform, which certainly I did. I, I decided at some point that teaching on italki was not quite right for what I want to offer and who I want to talk to. And I was going to promote myself. So do have a look around and hashtags are amazing for that kind of thing. Of course, you can also Google. The problem with Googling or using any kind of other search engine is that people know what's up and search engine SEO agencies know what's up and they kind of game it so that again, you will have agency pages coming up. For the first two, three pages, if you're a tutor, honestly, unless you've got a massive budget, I wouldn't even advise you to worry too much about SEO unless you teach locally. So if you want to find somebody in your town, if I wanted to find, let's say, Chinese tutors in Canterbury, I could do that. But it would, you know, the, I, I would basically, if I want a direct relationship with a tutor that hasn't come through some kind of listing or agency, usually I would say, OK, I'm, I'm just going to dismiss the first 10 results. So back to social media, that leaves us with Facebook. On Facebook, there are various ways of searching. You can, it's Facebook search, bar is actually fairly powerful. So of course, the first place that you, the first thing that you can do is to kind of just search for hashtag Danish tutor, hashtag whatever, and just kind of try the hashtags. You can also just put Danish tutor, but you will get a lot of different kinds of results. So what I have found on Facebook is that the event search is very good and the group search is very good. Now, notice with various language learning groups, you can post in the groups. So come and join us, for example, at Fluent Language Learners. You can post in those groups and say, like, do you have recommendations for a good Hawaiian tutor, Danish tutor? And... For me as the group owner and moderator I would allow that but if you're a tutor and you're just posting in there to advertise I will take that out because it doesn't serve the majority of the group and it's for me it's a little bit it 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 brings the group quality of the discussion down and that's usually not allowed so you may want to have a look around there's various Facebook groups polyglots and stuff some groups will allow advertising others won't But all groups tend to allow you to post the question in there. And if you do that and people start replying, you've got the added advantage that you found other people who are learning the same language as you. So that's pretty good. So let me tell you about events as well. If you want to find any kind of event, search on Facebook for a keyword in your target language. So for example, let's say Danish Food Festival. And then you might want to try... Oh, I'm going to mix up maybe my Scandies here, but you could try like Smorgasbord Fest or, or uh, Scandi, Fe- Scandi Food or something like that. Uh, you could try Smurrbrot Festival and whatever whatever you kind of whatever your, your mind will bring up and kind of put that in there and then set the location on the left hand side in the results. You will be able to set the location to where Facebook knows you live. So set it to your town. Because it's not very useful, let's say, for me, if I'm looking for a Welsh cultural event. So then I'm going to put, let's say, um, St. David's Day. Plenty going on for St. David's Day. I'm going to put that in and it's going to give me lots of events in Cardiff. That's not very useful to me who lives in Canterbury. So on the left-hand side, I can set my location to Canterbury and I can even say what kind of radius I want to cover. Do I want to be within 5 miles, 10 miles, 20 miles of Canterbury? So that is another place of finding events and cultural events that are organized locally very, very often are organized by people who are interested in also sharing the language of their town. This is how, for example, I found a local group in the library in Preston, a town in northwest England where there aren't that many Welsh speakers, but they're the little Welsh club of Preston and they meet every other Thursday and teach and learn the Welsh language. There's native speakers there, there's tutors there, they live in Preston and they teach Welsh. It's all possible and it's never too far out of reach. One more great place to look for as well, and to look for on social media, and just kind of see what sort of stuff they post, keep an eye on the events that they run, is churches and restaurants. And ethnic shops, less social media. This one's a little bit more in real life, but it's just something I've just remembered. Back when I was starting out as a language tutor for Fluent, I decided that I was going to celebrate the European Day of Languages by making a video saying something in European, lots of European languages. I think 20, 20 I covered. And maybe 15, 20. And I chose... I didn't really have the internet contacts. I wasn't working online yet. I wasn't even aware there might be a polyglot community. This is 2012 and I just came out of working full time. And I decided that at the time, what I would do is find native speakers in all those languages and get them to teach me something to say in their native language, so that I can pronounce it correctly and I can say something interesting about each of the countries that I'm speaking the language of. And I managed this to varying levels of quality, but it was, it was really, really fun. It was an intensive week. And I found lots of really, really great resources in my local community. And in the local Polish shop, I learned not just Polish, but I also learned how to say something in Russian. I just people were right there. I think I had a Bulgarian lady as well who was just kind of in that area. So even if you can't, if you think, oh, I want to learn Ukrainian, but I can't find anything, you know, anywhere local that, that is going to teach me Ukrainian. But you have, let's say, um, a Polish shop or something that kind of is very roughly from that area, you know let's say you want to learn bulgarian but you can only find the romanian shop or something like that so neighboring countries go to those shops go to those shops and ask because if you want stuff from that kind of part of the world the tendency is that you're going to find it kind of locally my local pakistani shop sells a lot of african things as well so i can find i can find the community in those kind of areas and shops are fantastic for that ethnic shops and they're usually they're usually very amused, if nothing else. And you're only gonna have a laugh with you if you say I'm also interested in the language of your region. You can ask them lots of questions, you can ask them what languages they speak, and if nothing else, you open up a community conversation locally where you live. So I would totally recommend this. So here we have it. Lots and lots of tips of where to find tutors when you can't find them on first attempt on the biggest online resources. And there's lots and lots more. I hopefully gave you some tips and gave you some ideas. One final thing I want to leave you with, one thought I want to leave you with about tutors is a big reminder. No tutor can really teach you a language. All you can do is learn a language and they will help you along the way. So think of them not as your feet as you walk the hill, but think of them as your Sherpa. comes along with you and carries a little bit of the stuff that would just kind of make it impossible for you (laughs) that's it from me for this week good luck in finding your tutors out there and why not come and join us over on patreon and become a fluent show patreon supporter that is at patreon.com slash fluent show and you can join us from any any amount that suits your budget Keep learning languages, and I'll see you next week on The Fluent Show. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Fluent Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider supporting the show by leaving a review in your podcast app, or even becoming a member of our Patreon community, where our support perks include a secret feed full of added show notes and a VIP option where you can get priority answers to your listener questions on the podcast. Don't forget that you can send us your language questions and feedback to hello at fluentlanguage.co.uk or find us on Twitter at The Fluent Show or Instagram, hashtag The Fluent Show. We're always so excited to hear from you and read every message and review. See you next week.